Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Now, Michal Martin is uh, presiding over a Fianna Fáil party that has been a laughing stock on occasion and uh, should be replaced by somebody who has fire in their belly. Ignore us at your peril. That's uh, the message uh, from uh, the entire officer board of uh, the party coming in Slane, County Meath. A letter that has been written to all TDs and uh, senators says we are disillusioned and abandoned. This is our last effort to try and regain the Fianna Fáil identity and the board members say that they were writing in despair. The letter has in part been published in the Irish Independent and the Irish Examiner. Now, local TD and Minister for European Affairs, Thomas Byrne, is on the line. But listen, a very good morning to you and thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. I understand from the Irish Independent today that this doesn't come as any surprise to you. You were aware that this letter was on its way uh, to all members of uh, the parliamentary party. Uh, what's at the root of all of this? Well, look, I wasn't aware of the text of the letter, I probably should have said, but I was, I was certainly aware that there was correspondence coming because, um, obviously, um, you know, members would, would, would make points to me. And I think, to be fair, I think I think the members probably didn't expect this to be in the media. I think I think when, when you go to a, a, a Fianna Fáil meeting um, four walls in the room, I think you have your most loyal supporters there who are also sometimes uh, our biggest critics because they obviously want us to do well. Um, they want us to do, they want the party to do better. I, I think quite frankly, there's probably some frustration, not probably, there, there is frustration at opinion poll ratings, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but at the same time, I think we are probably in the most difficult part of the pandemic uh, over the last year when we've just had a really tough lockdown and that's that's I think affecting all of us. I said this on the radio myself the other day, um, and I think it's. I mean, well, I, this goes I, back further than that. In fairness, this letter says the rot set in in 2016 with Fianna Fáil going into a, a confidence and supply agreement should have pulled the plug on the National Children's Hospital, uh, and then there was the election campaign and how Meme Hall Martin uh, spoke about Sinn Féin. That seems to be uh, of uh, critical importance in that. Not that you should have decided to go into coalition with Sinn Féin or anything like that, but that it cost the party in terms of transfers. You alienated well, look, people. Well, look, I support um, our position in relation to going to government with Sinn Féin. I don't agree with it. Um, I don't think we should do it. And I think, quite frankly, I think most members of the party 
uh, would agree with that position. Um, and yes, I think members of the party, no, by the way, no, are... No, 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 that's wrong. Uh, unless the reports are, are, are wrong, uh, because... I'm not talking about... Sorry, Michael, I'm not talking about individual members of the party. I'm not authorised to talk about any, any individual people, but I'm just generally my assessment, generally my assessment of Peter Fall members and supporters. And it's not universal. I mean, you never... We're not a party where everybody has to toe the line at every single time, Michael. That's not what happens in Fianna Fáil. There is robust debate within the party. Uh, Most TDs have told uh, the papers that uh, they would consider going into coalition with Sinn Féin in the next election. I, I just told you I don't agree with that. And yeah. I think we're all entitled. We're all entitled. But you said that, but, but, but that puts you in the minority. Uh, and it puts you at odds, obviously, with uh, the members of the local common. Look, I, 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 I have to give my views on these matters and, and, and this is considered view. It's quite frankly it's a debate I haven't really waded into myself because obviously we're very delicate issues in the north um since since my appointment as a minister because obviously this is, we're in a very, very difficult situation there with Brexit, the protocol, all of that. And I don't tend to engage in that. You asked me the question, I gave you my answer. Okay, you ignore us um, at her peril. Well I think I think to be fair and again not commenting specifically on that, I think I think the members of Fina Fall are the most loyal people uh, that you will ever meet. I think, that, you know, if there's an election in the morning, the members of Fianna Fáil will be out campaigning for the candidate that's been selected. Well, and they want the someone who will reignite pride in the party, which they once thought to have been great, someone who will lead the way forward. Look, I, 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 I don't agree that the leader of the party should be changed. I mean, I've made that clear. Ignore um, us at our peril. Well, I, I, I'm not going to comment on, indiv- on individual statements in, in a letter that was sent it was sent by members in a private capacity by private citizens. They're entitled to send letters entitled to their views. Um, well, the fact that it ended up in the papers says uh, something in itself, doesn't it? Somebody gave it to the papers. Yeah, that's that's a matter for whoever did that, yeah. Well, it was a TD or a senator, wasn't it? I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Well, that's, uh, I, 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 either that or a member of the Common or uh, somebody else who had the letter. You can draw your own conclusions on that, but it would not be standard practice for a TD to send private correspondence from private individuals to newspapers, so I'll just make that point. It's in the Irish Independent and um, the Irish yeah. Examiner this morning. Senator Maloney yeah. and Elaine O'Loughlin uh, got a copy of it. You'd have to, yeah, I mean, absolutely, you'd have to ask them about that. About, 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 the divi- about the division in your party. I mean, there's a problem, there's obviously a problem, isn't there? I, look, I, I, I think... Always within Fianna Fáil, there are robust discussions. Now, with the pandemic, there's been maybe less opportunity for that, but there are online webinars fairly regularly on on particular issues. I think last night there was a housing one with Dara O'Brien. You know, we've tried to move online. Not everybody can access that, but we've tried to do that. There hasn't been the opportunity for meetings. I suppose Mm. TDs aren't as, you know, visible on the ground in constituencies. They're not wandering around towns or around shops if they can avoid it where you might meet people. Uh, or there's no functions on in the way that it would have been on previously. So I think I think that that is an issue throughout the country. And I think no, well, it's not. It's not. It's not robust discussion. It's dissatisfaction with the performance. Uh, there's dissatisfaction with the performance of Michal Martin. Uh, the way he's been communicating uh, since uh, becoming Taoiseach ha- has uh, not been uh, what everybody would uh, feel uh, to be. Uh, on a par with uh, the level that they would expect from the country's leader. Uh, there's uh, been criticism of underperforming ministers, Stephen Donnelly and uh, Norma Foley. Um, there's been, uh, as this letter uh, indicates, um, problems uh, with people um, such as Dara Cleary. Uh, and uh, obviously the members in Slane uh, 
think that Micheál Martin acted unfairly in relation to that? Well, look, I think I think the truth is, I mean, everybody's entitled to their views, and there's different views on all of these issues. And, and quite frankly, Michael, there's different views within Peter Fall. I mean, let's let's be honest with that. You're never going to have a situation where everybody is singing off the same hymn sheet. That's just the reality. But, you know, internal issues are, are fascinating and all of that. But the reality is the biggest priority that's on the mind of the Taoiseach at the moment is to get that vaccine into as many arms as possible. We're well on the way to getting the over 85-year-olds. We're, we're a target... But where's his loyalty? I mean, this is what your members are asking. You're, the people who uh, work with you on the ground, who campaign and canvass for you, they're asking where his loyalty is. Uh, that, they, as they say, two excellent ministers, Derek Cleary and Barry Cowan, were dismissed in order to appease Fine Gael. Well, look, that's, that's, an, that's a matter of opinion. But what I'm saying is the issues at the moment that are preoccupying, to be fair... There's, there's, is there not the something wrong when you don't support the opinion of the people who you work with uh, uh, on the ground? Well, I mean, there's, there's at the a, moment... At the moment in Fianna Fáil, we're having a review into the election performance um, from last year. So, as, as parties do when they don't do as well as expected, Sinn Féin did it, Fine Gael did it before. Fianna Fáil have done it before, in fact, and, and came out very well after that, after 2011, where we ended up. So we're having a review at the moment. That is involving members, and lots of members have been in touch, putting in written correspondence. But it's long overdue. The rot set in in 2016, according to your local colleagues, who, who, who feel that much more needs to be done, that it's long past the time. We've had two polls in the last week, 14 and 13% for Fianna Fáil. Dismal. Polls come up and down, Michael, and I don't know that more than anybody. I mean, I remember just before the 2016 election, we were at 17%, I think, in the November. The election was in February. We got substantially higher. Obviously, our polls didn't perform uh, in 2020, Sinn Féin, for example, was 13 percent just before the 20, in, in the November before the 2020 election. These things come and go, and obviously there's no there's no no, no bones about it. There's room to improve um, in, in those polls, and that, that goes without saying. And the way we do that is, I think that we concentrate on the issues that affect the people. The main one is to make sure that 82 percent of the population at least have at least one shot of the vaccine in their arm by the summer that we focus on jobs because there are people suffering at home and quite frankly internally... So this letter doesn't health. matter, does it not? Of course, of course the views, I've said that, the views of members of Fianna Fáil do matter and they are taken on board. But, I'm giving my but you're ignoring them. And they, they've, they, they, they've pre-empted that by saying ignore is at your peril. Sorry, I, I, I'm certainly not ignoring my members and I'm in, in, in regular touch in various channels. Okay, is there, anything in this, is there anything in this letter that you agree with? Do you believe Micheál Martin should be replaced? No. Do you believe that Fianna Fáil has been a laughing stock? Look, I mean, you can go through the letter all you want, but I mean, the issues that we have to be focused on, and I think the members want us to be focused on, Mike, is, is people at home there may be jobless because of the pandemic. But if I go through the letter as much as I want, as you put it, and you don't agree with any of it, well then, you are what I'm, ignoring what, the what, views. You're not, you, you, no. you don't, you're not taking them on board. Uh, you're, you're, you're not saying to yourself, well, maybe I'm wrong and maybe they're right. There's always room to change. And I tell you, the people I listen to strongest are the Fianna Fáil members. But we have robust discussions as well uh, when there are serious issues at stake. But I know what members, including those members who wrote the letter, want is for Fianna Fáil to perform really well in government and to deliver in government. And I mentioned vaccines, jobs, the housing crisis as well. 
uh, we, had a, we had a public webinar. They're uh, all party members. separate to what's in this letter. They, uh, yeah, but, but they're all they're all the key issues affecting the Irish public that the Irish public wants to deal with at the moment, and quite what, what I want to deal with. And I don't think I can be accused, but I don't think I can be accused of ignoring party members when I say that my priorities at this particular moment in this particular pandemic are vaccines, jobs, housing, making sure that we can get the place back up and running, and quite frankly, at the moment, making sure that we can keep the schools open. And, and, is, and it, is it that you don't have the time to take on board what they're saying? Because of all of these other issues, they're more of a priority, is it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The, the, the members of the party have to be listened to and have to be listened to respectfully. If there are points that we don't agree with, we say this is why we don't agree with it, they might come but back. This is normal. This, this is your this is normal. This is normal debate. It is not simply a case that you go in and either... A public representative tells the members what to think or the members tell the public representatives. But they've also said they've been ignored by your party. What I would would say to that is actually in the last year there has been more correspondence, I think, sent out from headquarters than nearly any other year. We had a full uh, vote on whether... We had a vote on whether we wanted to go into government. After three uh, days ringing headquarters, they gave up. And the letter says that this depicts the sorry state of affairs in our party at this present time. It's God. Look, we, 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 had, we had a vote on going into government. It was seventy four percent. It was a massive turnout. I think it was the biggest of any of the parties in terms of turnout. It was seventy four percent in favour of going into government. That was a massive public consultation. And quite frankly, we couldn't have gone into government if the members didn't approve it. And I think the members want us to perform. They want the party to perform better. I do not disagree with that. Um, and certainly listen to them and we have a good exchange of views and as I said, sometimes your most loyal in, 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 in supporters are also the most critical because they want the party to do as well as possible they want the members to do as well as possible and undoubtedly uh, they want uh, they want government to do as well as possible in terms of delivery okay. and they want, polls to, they want polls to be better there's no two ways about that Okay, well we'll ask uh, some local members uh, to respond uh, to what you've said about all of this today uh, but not sure, Minister, with respect to you, that you've addressed the concerns that they've raised. Well, I mean, the concerns were addressed by them privately, and they'll be addressed by me privately directly with them, as I have been doing. OK, well, somebody believed uh, that they should have been made public. Um, yeah, and that, that person will, will, will certainly take responsibility for that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, just uh, while you're here, uh, you wanted to mention uh, customs barriers uh, from April, which is of concern to you at British Ports. Well, they're not a concern, I suppose, I mean, they are in a way, but I mean, it's just a fact of life because of Brexit that some of the controls that the are coming in as a result of Brexit in terms of customs haven't yet been fully implemented uh, on the UK side. So while there are customs controls on the European side, on the Irish side at the moment coming from Britain, they haven't been fully lifted up in Britain. But as of uh, the 1st of April, the UK is introducing new import controls on products of animal origin. And I think also then at the 1st of July then it's basically going to be full customs and I think what we're concerned about is that business will be ready we're doing an awareness campaign about this I mean obviously business was a lot to get ready for for the 1st of January in terms of goods coming into the country there's going to be a lot more to get ready for now in terms of goods going out of the country in those two dates in terms of the 1st of April and the 1st of July and we think it's really really important and uh, the companies are aware of this I think a lot of them are but we're just trying to do as much as we can uh, to boost awareness of it because this is this is just going to potentially cause uh, other difficulties with the Brexit process. Uh, I think some people may have thought they've got through this period, um, and you know a lot of companies are doing really, really well. And numbers are up really on 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 freight, but 
these barriers are coming in now and it's essential that people are as ready as possible and there's full information on the on the government website. There's also support as well uh, from the government for companies in need uh, to have uh, support in terms of the customs process. That's, that's a big issue for them. But just to get ready and also as well, I think companies need to be getting their British counterparts at the trading with ready as well because that's that's an issue as well. We can do all, we can do as much as we like on this side uh, to get companies ready. But if British companies and that they trade with aren't ready uh, to deal with these customs issues, then that creates other difficulties. So it's, it's, it's all about prepare, we, preparedness. We know this is coming. It's unfortunately, it's the problem of Brexit, and we're just we're trying to do as much as we can to alert people to the problem and then to help them along uh, in terms of uh, to keep that trade flowing because it's absolutely crucial for the country. Okay, Minister, thank you indeed uh, for joining us this morning. That's uh, Thomas Byrne, Fianna Fáil TD for Mead East and uh, the Minister for European Affairs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.